This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. This is It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati with Lindsey Patterson and Mike Santagata. We are back on It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati. The coaching carousel continues. We're almost at mid-February. Super Bowl weekend is days away. Brian Callahan, Luana Rumo, Dan Pitcher to be determined on where they're going to go when it comes to the recap of where they all stand. As of now, when we're recording this on a Tuesday night, Luana Rumo has a second Zoom interview with Arizona on Friday. He is one of the two candidates left for the Cardinals job, Mike Kafka from the Giants. Um, everybody knows him from working with Patrick Mahomes with the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, he's another candidate for them, an offensive guy, then a defensive guy. What that's going to look like for the Cardinals, we do not know. I have no clue where they're going. Brian Callahan, there are several coaches uh, still in the running for the Indianapolis Colts. I want to say they're on like their third interview you going 12 hours with Jim Irsay and the, and the Colts franchise no clue where they're going and Dan Pitcher was getting uh, reports that he's getting a second interview for the offensive coordinator position for Tampa uh, there were talks from Ian Rappaport a couple weeks ago right before the AFC championship game that the Bengals did offer a lucrative extension to Dan Pitcher a lot of people thought well they've already offered the extension he's not going to leave no this is a promotion you're going to take an offensive coordinator job um, if it is out there versus being the quarterback coach and obviously Cincinnati could promote him to be the offensive coordinator which I felt like they were going to do internally if Brian Callahan leaves but right now we do not know what is going to happen what do you think on this Tuesday if you were to guess, we're playing the guessing game. We have no clue what Jim Mercer is going to do. Arizona, I just don't trust that franchise either. And then Dan Pitcher could be going to Tampa. What is? What do you think is likely to happen? Uh, so it's definitely a 50-50 thing in Arizona. I'm still – I'm now at – that's obviously what, threat level red yeah. <laughs> for Louie Rumo leaving. Um, I think it'll be Kafka though I do too. like if you really pushed me and you're like you have to you have to pick right now who's it going to be like gut says Kafka because the NFL's always like these young offensive minds over the older defensive coordinator but Mayo must be interviewing really well <laughs> to be in the final two um and for Flores to not be he was supposed to be in the final three and then he just takes the defensive coordinator position he's like I think I'm out <laughs> so the look Awesome Lou's made it this far, and I'll root for him if he is hired in Arizona. I think if you had to make me guess, it'll be Kafka. But I don't like guessing because I think that's a true coin flip. On the other one, I have absolutely no clue what Indianapolis is doing. 
Um, but I do think Callahan is likely to go there. But I'm not sure. I they still have like a hundred candidates that are in the running, and it's it's almost like it, it reminds you of a high school signing day. And instead of having like three hats, they've got like ten hats in front of them. <laughs> it almost feels like they're making the decision on signing day, like uh, Tennessee. <laughs> but I don't know. I like. I don't think he's currently the favorite in betting odds. But what do they know? He wasn't even on the list earlier. So yeah, um, the thing that sucks for Cincinnati is there is a scenario where pitcher is hired soon as the offensive coordinator in Tampa. Then Brian Callahan is also hired later in the week. And I think that's the one scenario that's kind of like that stinks because that was the offensive coordinator to be, but now he's gone. And then the Colts took long enough that Callahan is also gone. So where do you go? Maybe Troy Walters, a wide receiver coach who's done a really good job and has an inter- had an interview in Houston for their offensive coordinator position. Uh, the Lou Anarumo thing also stinks if he leaves because they're at the point where if they wanted an external candidate, other than Al Golden in Notre Dame, who used to be the linebacker coach before this season, they're kind of gone. Uh, <laughs> I think Sean Desai is the last like higher name defensive coordinator that's still around. But yeah, I mean, Flores went to Minnesota and Evero went to Carolina. It just stinks that like, yeah. Yeah, the brain drain sucks in general, but to not be able to know what's happening, I think is also very frustrating. Here's what's annoying. Everyone got a little too loud over the last couple of weeks when it, they were talking about the Bengals assistants saying they weren't getting any interviews and then the season ended and then here we are again. I need everyone to just kind of be quiet. No, again, we, we've talked about it on this podcast. If you're a good team, people want to interview your coordinators. That's what's going to happen if Cincinnati continues to be good. Um, I think the, the losses are the biggest one for me personally. And Obviously, you want Brian Callahan to be here and Dan Pitcher internally if Brian's gone to have him promoted. And maybe those conversations happen if they find out in the next few days uh, that Brian Callahan's going to be the indie coach. They get that time to say, Dan Pitcher, you're going to be the offensive coordinator in Cincinnati. Do you want to go here in Cincinnati or do you want to go to Tampa? We don't know who the quarterback is going to be next year. Um, who knows what someone wants to do? It, it's always going to be a different scenario and how they feel. The Lou and Aruma thing, here's where I'm changing my mind. And maybe I'm being a little more optimistic and selfish because I want him to be in Cincinnati. And I think it's extremely important. But today, over the last 24 to 48 hours, you're really hearing a lot from Kansas City when they're talking about, hey, Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, talking Mike Kafka saying, oh, you know, just really promising guy would be a great head coach. Let Arizona know there's a shining endorsement of what he did when he was in Kansas city. And everybody wants that shiny toy. And you look at what he worked with, with Patrick Mahomes. And obviously Patrick is different. Um, You can say the same thing for Brian Callahan. When when we talk about Brian Callahan leaving, yes, you still have Joe Burrow, but at the same time, there's a lot of that coming out right now. And I think a lot of people get a little excited because they're like, Oh yeah. Offensive guy. That's what Kyler needs. Um, you know, we don't know because I truly think Lou Anarumo can change a franchise too. Uh, what he was able to do with the pieces on defense, and yes, they were talented guys. They spent good money and drafted well on the defensive side of the ball since 2019, his first season here when everybody wanted him out the door after one year. I think he can truly do that in Arizona. And I don't want to talk him up too much because I want him to be in Cincinnati. And I think it's extremely important for him to be here next year if he does not get that job because you have Dax Hill. You have a lot of 
you know, year two guys, year three guys, young pieces on this defense. And I think having Lou here is going to help that development this year. And an extremely important when you lose a guy like Jesse Bates and you have Dax Hill out there. So I want him back in Cincinnati, but I don't know, maybe I'm a little more optimistic here in all this talk uh, because it is Super Bowl week. So those guys are going to be talking and those questions are going to be asked when they know uh, somebody who's familiar working with Mike Kafka. I just, I agree with you. I think if if I were to say it right now on this podcast, I'm watching this find out uh, on Friday after the Zoom interview, it's going to be Louie Um, It just feels like it's going to be Mike. And it, maybe we're, we've just been in that similar situation with a guy like Zach Taylor when he was hired in Cincinnati after having a defensive mind and Marvin Lewis for so long in Cincinnati. Um, that again, I feel selfish even saying that. And it's, it doesn't feel right when I feel that way because there's only so many opportunities. And I think a lot of people look at the Arizona Cardinals job and they're like, Lou, why would you want that? You don't know when Kyler's going to be fully back, what that's going to look like. The franchise is still kind of a mess in their front office. Um, is that a position you want to walk into? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, there's 32 jobs. They're not, they're not always open. And you, you know, if you get that opportunity when you weren't getting a lot of head coaching interviews, you want to take that job. And obviously I think everybody in Cincinnati would be extremely happy for him and be sad if, if he was gone, but I don't know, I'm feeling Kafka right now. Yeah. Um, the thing with Kafka is he went to New York and did it with Daniel Jones. Mm -hmm. I think that's the big one. Uh, which is maybe also why Eric Bami doesn't get the love, but that Eric B enemy point where he's not, you know, he's behind Andy Reed. This is why Dan Pitcher could still leave because Zach Taylor is the head coach. He's the play caller. I know it's a very um, symbiotic relationship here with, uh, or uh, the, whatever. It's a lot of teamwork to call these plays and develop the game plan and the scheme and everything in Cincinnati. It's not just Zach Taylor. You could see a lot to me of the Brian Callahan influence of the Dan Pitcher influence, and then also the Zach Taylor influence. But if, pitcher wants to be a head coach maybe he still has a really good shot because of what brad callahan's at right now with indianapolis uh by staying in cincinnati but you also look at eric b enemy in kansas city and you kind of go well is that going to happen to me if i'm not the play caller do i just get stuck as the offensive coordinator for a long time longer than i want to that'd be why he'd still leave and i also wouldn't put it past if anna rumo is hired in arizona he'd probably go Hey, pitcher, <laughs> you want to come? Want to come call plays in Arizona? Like, I, I don't. I think pitcher is going to be a hot commodity. And yeah, the Bengals are offering a lucrative extension, but then there's two other opportunities, which are not just the promotion, but also you're going to call plays. Like, you're you are going to be the guy calling the plays, and that is clearly a stepping stone, even if it's a lesser offense. That's clearly also has its own merits to making your stepping stone to being a head coach. So. Yeah. Uh... I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. It'll be interesting. We're, we're running down to the wire. I, I'm surprised neither of the Philly coordinators seem to be uh, indie. No idea. Like I said, 10 hats on the on the, on the the table right now. But it doesn't seem like they're, uh, they're 
finalists. I um, want to say they want to stay in Philly. I think that was the last I heard was they're they're kind of good staying put. But obviously things could change if they win the Super Bowl and they say, you know what? I got yeah. my ring. Now I want to move yeah. to a different opportunity. 32 jobs. 32 yeah. jobs, right? Uh, yeah. Well, and uh, the one thing is that, especially for these first time, would be first time head coaches. You're Lou Anarubos. You're Brian Callahan's. Yes, you take that job like every time. I don't think there's a job you really turn down. It's just there's 32 opportunities. You're going to take one. When you're Dan Quinn and you went to a Super Bowl as a head coach, I think you can look at the jobs and go, no, mm -hmm. because that, that's what he's done the past two years where Denver really wanted him. And he's kind of like, no, <laughs> yeah. I'll wait. I'll wait until – Maybe he's waiting for next year and whoever can get that number one pick um, with um, that USC quarterback supposed to be awesome. So maybe he's just waiting, biding his time. He's like, I can wait. I've been a head coach. I've Caleb gone Williams. to a Super Bowl. I was, I went to overtime. Like I was seconds away from winning a Super Bowl. Um, didn't win it, but yeah, like that he's, he can wait. Uh, but when you're Brian Callahan, Luana Rumo, no, especially Luana Rumo because he's older, but. 50 something um yeah he can't wait you don't know how many jobs come up like i've mentioned with vic fangio vic fangio was the coordinator of those 49ers defenses that were awesome with patrick willis and navarro bowman and justin smith he didn't get it he didn't get a head coaching gig out of that like he never entire time in san francisco never got a head coaching gig then he went to the bears and he did it again and then he finally got a head coaching gig so we'll see how everything goes but yeah they, i'm not gonna complain about any of these guys taking no. what are promotions no no we'll be extremely happy and then as i've mentioned before just selfishly sad uh because i'd love for them to return but you have to be happy for someone who gets an opportunity that they've waited for for a really long time in their coaching career and we you mentioned dan pitcher for lou and Arimo. i was thinking uh troy walters i know he's obviously interviewing for the texans he Possibly. could be a possibility that he could join him. I mean, these guys work so closely together on the defense, even offensive side of the ball when you work um, on a team like that. And I just think that, you know, it's, it is, it isn't super surprising that maybe Arizona waits to maybe they wait until Monday, Tuesday of next week to make this announcement in case they, they do have some people that they still want to talk to in Philly, or maybe they will change their mind when you think of that coaching staff, um, what that's going to look like, but it just, Every time I think it's going to be the next day they make the announcement, um, we haven't heard yet. And it just sounds like the Colts will be at maybe some time at the end of the week. And then some of these guys, they want to wait until after the Super Bowl to make it all about them and, and their head coaching hire. So maybe it is late next week and we'll get two more segments on uh, what will happen for Lou Anarumo and Brian Kelly and Dan Pitcher and maybe Troy Walters. But I have a question for you. So they're doing these Zoom interviews. And uh, this is going to be the second one for Lou Anarumo. I mean, what do they, what do they even talk about in these Zoom interviews? I mean, they're oh, saying uh, I've like done a Zoom hours for a job before. NFL job? What, what are we talking no. about? No, <laughs> but <clears throat> I don't know. I think the Zoom interviews are definitely a thing from the COVID thing. It's like I think they've realized we don't need to fly these guys out to learn about what we need to learn. Like. The guys should be oh, – hopefully Lou has the camera working. <laughs> so the oh, my God. Can you imagine? That would be hilarious. So hopefully he has that figured out. But, uh, yeah, I, I think the Zoom interviews are fine. They're not draft prospects where you're going to ask him, like, all right, now <laughs> I'm going to call a play. I want you to draw it up. It's like, no, these, these guys are – 
it's like a explain to me your philosophy on whatever or what is your belief in the scheme or why whatever i don't know i've never done the interview before i assume there's plenty of things what's your i assume if i was gonna ask a a lot of questions it would probably be look i know you've got the defensive side down what are you looking for on the offensive side if you're the head coach what are you how are you going to maximize kyler murray because i know you're going to squeeze you're gonna make lemonade out of lemons with this defense but we got to make sure that the offense works and yeah like you mentioned troy walters could go with it i guess the doomsday scenario is both oh, coordinators leave pitcher goes to tampa and walters goes to arizona with Anna Rumo, and now you're like has anybody lost this many coaches before and have probably one of you could have one of your best rosters in 2023 um if everybody's yeah. healthy and i, I mean I, I know you could lose jermaine pratt and, and jesse bates but at the same time this is still a lot of talent on offense and defense and that would be a lot and what's crazy about it all you could lose all those coaches and you could lose zero of them we're at that yeah. point where all of them could come back and for one last run i don't i i think next year would be the last year i could i don't see a scenario where you keep it another year after that. I just, I don't think so at that point, if they have another successful season with all of those coaches on staff. Certainly not all the coaches would come back after next year. If they make another run, I think that will be the, yeah, that's a, it'll be there. Look, look how far these guys are in interviews and how we're talking about it. Like this is kind of writing on the wall. These guys are leaving. If not this year, then maybe next year it's going to happen. Eventually stinks. Stinks being a good theme, huh? <laughs> now I can't stop thinking about uh, Lou on a Zoom camera on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why they hired Kafka, because Kafka can figure out the <laughs> camera. I would never tweet that because I would feel terrible saying it. But honestly, now, I mean, I, I just want to know. So when the Zoom interview is over on Friday, are they like, all right, we've made our decision. They need to talk about it for a couple more days. They've already talked to Kafka on Tuesday. Then they have this two to three day gap. And then they, I just need to, I need all the behind the scenes. on. Aren't, how aren't they going through a GM change, Arizona? Mm -hmm. I think, yeah. I think that's also playing a part because usually your GM does a lot with hiring the coach. Yeah. So they're, they're probably also like. We don't even have a GM, guys. <laughs> it's just, it's that sounds just... like a mess. Lou, why, why, how about you stay in Cincinnati one more year? I don't think I'd want anything to know. Uh, but I, I know. I, I, the one thing about Arizona is if you can get Kyler Murray, who's an awesome talent, to work out, then you're set. You know, like you've got a quarterback. We'll see if that happens, though, because you That's know, a big ask. <laughs> a little bit. But he's, he's talented. He's very, very talented. And he's a unique talent, too. Um, if you can figure that out, and lose coach of that defense. I see how this works. I see how it works. Lou gets the most out of that defense with Buda Baker and all these other fun pieces. And then on the other end, they are able to work Kyler Murray and get him to be the best that he can be. Although it'd be better if they had DeAndre Hopkins. It sounds like they won't. Oh yeah. Oof. Oof. Hopefully he doesn't go to Baltimore. That's also a doomsday scenario. DeAndre Hopkins to Baltimore will remind me of when Anquan Bolden went there. Same team, same type of player. Well, I could see a scenario, not to be like about Baltimore as we end this podcast, but I could see a scenario where Baltimore finally gets a wide receiver and then they trade Lamar. Oh, I'd be so mad as Lamar. DeAndre Hopkins is coming. Woo! And you're going to Tampa. There are reports. There are reports. There are $100 million difference in their guarantees. I've heard that too. Yeah. And that's a lot to figure out in a very short period of time when it is almost March. 
Um, but I just, it's just how Baltimore operates. Their defense is legit and it still terrifies me that Cincinnati has to go against that defense, uh, two times next year. But, uh, but overall on offense, I just see a scenario where they get a wide receiver and they're like, you know what? It's Snoop. It's Snoop Huntley. He's going to be our quarterback and we'll figure out the rest later. Or they find a franchise quarterback in the thirties again. All right, we need it in this podcast. It's I really think cool. Anthony Richardson and turn him into <laughs> we're a few days down, we're a few days away from the Super Bowl, and we're talking about Doomsday on here. We are gonna be back. Optimistic mailbags, everything as we look forward to Thursday. Maybe we'll have a coaching hire, maybe we won't. Uh, but plenty of content to get to when it comes to the Bengals offseason. Thanks for listening. Follow along Bengals underscore Sands. You can follow me at Alan Diaz Patterson. Thanks for listening to it's always game day in Cincinnati.